So we're going to play a game where uh, Dingo gets to try and punch me in the face for 60 seconds. How many punches do you think you'll land in 60 seconds? Uh, at least three. All right, so I bet he can't. That <laughs> <laughs> gave me a little bit of a concussion. That was hard. <laughs> I thought we started. Man, that is... No. <laughs> Sorry. How many times did say, get going? I got this in my head. How do, how do we start? No, it doesn't. It does not count. You're not landing a thing now. You son of a... That hurt. My balls is totally moving. You win. I feel like it got me more than it got you this time. That is a weird man. You know what I like? Temperamental machines. Because you never know. Like when machines just give you the same thing over and over again. That's what I hate about robots. Because it's the same thing over and over again. Human error is uh, is a glorious part of us. That's what makes us better than the machines, Michael. That's why. That we screw up? I don't want to live in the Matrix. How much experience do you have with robots? Because you're talking like a guy who's... I've got, in- a, I got a lot of experience with a lot of things that you don't know about, Michael. I don't think that's true. Right. Well, I tried. <laughs> I thought maybe the smoke would help it more, be more believable. But yeah, no, I don't really know. Okay, I'll tell you about robots. Please. Uh, yeah, I don't really know anything about robots. Wait, remote control robots I know about because I've had a couple. Explain a robot. What is a robot? What? Welcome to the show at the Dingo in Snow, also known as Dingo. <laughs> Aren't all robots at this point remote control? The Canadian fireman gave me that, dog. Yeah, I was reading it. He also gave me a fireman's helmet. I have a fireman's helmet and a fireman's jacket and Canadian snacks. And I'm trying not to be uh, fat, so I haven't really... I had... I might have lied. I ate some of it. Yeah, you ate some of the snacks? Yeah, I'm trying to get... Because now that I've been working out, I'm getting my baby shoulders are getting jacked. And I'm like, you don't want to get a gut to match it. So I'm trying to eat lean. And then another fan sent me uh, protein and stuff. Build fast formulas. This guy sent me stuff. So now I've got like the proper electrolytes. And then I got this one pill that I take. And I feel way less sore today. Than I usually would because I was working out vigorously yesterday. And because I'm all old, I wake up and I'm like, oh, you know what I mean? I'm not working out today. I definitely need to take a break. But I could go straight back and get even more jacked. But I had to do this show. But if I didn't do this show, I would be huge. You'd be huge? I'm pretty huge, but not as huge as I I'm getting my I can make my titties. Yeah, you peck your pec- I can make my titties do the rock your pectoral thing. dancing it's, over it's there. It's rock light, but still it's a little rocky. Pectoral dancing he is, Michael. I'm doing electro these are my electrolytes right now. Keeping it going. Did you know the butt snorkeler got taken off Instagram? What do you mean? Remember butt snorkeler, this sticker? Yeah. Remember those guys? Yeah, a- Remember when Larry King, I interviewed Larry King and the interview was going really well until he said, What's that hat? butt snorkeler and i said no it's butt snorkeler and he was like what does that mean and i was like when you go down on the butt and then he said that i wasn't jewish yeah right until then r.i.p yeah. oh yeah, he died so yeah that's right go. but it was more than a, a sticker company it was a lifestyle yeah well i think it's still a lifestyle but they're not allowed <laughs> on instagram anymore really that's yeah. what i was told that's the world we live in michael censorship it's ridiculous because don't act like they don't do it still maybe, maybe they could thrive on uh twitter, twitter i reckon X. they do it more now than ever but this is the peak of butt snorkeling and tomorrow will they're be back. even more they're oh, back they're go back. baby 
They got 13,000 followers oh, and they, merch. Oh, they're still... Wow, they're still... Man, I, now I know why they can't <laughs> Wow. Man, we're going to get flagged just for looking at their Instagram. Good for you, Budslog. Like, don't give up. Yeah, don't ever give up. Did you inquire to see if they were interested in being the presenting sponsor of Winter X Games? Yeah, I don't think... I um, thought you were going to say Jason Allen show because I would have been like, <laughs> yeah, hell maybe, yeah. Uh, maybe we could start there, Michael. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Baby steps, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not for the show, moon, you know? X Games Men's super, men super Pipe presented... No, Women's Super Pipe presented by Butt Snorkeler. Right. You go, girls. Check out Dingo <laughs> with his corporate brain working really well right now. You, you seem way, really official. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're a week away, so I'm ready to go. Yeah. A you, week away before I, I'm the host of the Winter X Games. I, yeah, I just got nervous. Are you nervous? Right now, yeah. I wasn't, but now I am. Well, really? worth pointing what are you nervous out, about? it is currently a week away by the time people are enjoying this episode. It'll oh, like, no. It'll oh, like we're not be, live? It'll be go time. Well, we are for a very small number of Patreon. people. Patreon.com slash mate. Yeah, that's right. You can w- not only watch the and listen to the tapings live, you can also chat with us during the episode. That's your only opportunity to do so. You during, can text us. During the free pod. That's right. But for ev- for the rest of the people who have not given themselves that luxury it uh, is a luxury that's right it's like the lamborghini of jason ellis show that's right by the time <laughs> the this Rolls episode Royce. is posted you guys will probably will be in aspen all, will be in aspen yeah. but snorkeling i'm excited about it i think my kid's gonna come you, you, which one the the boy yeah yeah my daughter uh, yeah no offense to the x games which i don't think she's gonna catch it but my but maybe, son but maybe aspen could have caught her she's more she's got a boyfriend right and i feel like if he came then she'd go anywhere oh that's how it works he's a really cool guy but he ain't that cool yes he drive a car he, he, nah she does though oh wow she, she drives, drives him, him. yeah sick yeah he's a good dude though that's how i used to roll he like texts me nice things by himself <laughs> what's like, he text you like he's real proud of my, my sobriety and stuff oh that's cool is right? he sober Nah. <laughs> Pretty sure not at all. But. They don't call it sober when you're like 19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a crazy. If you're a straight edge, that's fine. He's 20. But a sober 20 year old, that's yeah. a dangerous man. Yeah, right. I don't yeah. trust that guy at all. I, dated, I shouldn't say that, but. I dated a sober 16 year old, and there was a story there. Right. Something yeah. wrong with him. <laughs> Something, yeah. th- things that already happened. Elaborate. Yes. That led to uh, this. Well, more so elaborate on you and 16 year old dating. Uh, I, I was maybe not. I was the same. Ahead. I was the same age. Yeah, fair oh, enough. Checked I, out. I, I dated someone. Who... <laughs> for you, Dingo. You think it was like the other day behind his wife's back? <laughs> I dated someone who'd already been to rehab. Yeah, two. As oh my god, a... two. How are you, dude? I'm good. You look good. Uh, do I? Yeah, your eyes look like you're. Oh yeah, you're here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Checked in. Yeah. Rather than being checked out, I like it. I've been. Um... Have you been working? I've been working and snowboarding. That's probably what it is. You've been shredding, huh? Yeah, I've been shredding. You go fast, Dingo. Sometimes. How's your legs? Pretty jelloey right now. But not injured? Nah, I'm not injured. I'm actually, my legs are the best they've been in probably two and a half years. Did you I hurt did your lo- neck recently? I did. I pulled a neck muscle. Yeah, I hate that. When I had it worked on every day. There was like a bump underneath my skull. Ooh, that's not good. Yeah, they get in there. I think I fell asleep. You know, the plane, the planes that have the beds, but the beds are like, not really beds. So they like go down, but maybe they go down. Everybody else doesn't get it, but rich people are understanding what you're saying. This is first class talk, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. If this is annoying you, hang on. We'll come back to uh, <laughs> to uh, regular. What's the bit where I sit now? Premium economy? No. Shit, right. <laughs> Basic Dude, economy? I, I've gone way back. I mean, economy. You're, you're in the, the main cabin. I'm next to the bathroom, baby. Yeah, nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind it at all. Except last flight I got, there was a really large guy on the plane and he sat next to me with the seat in the middle. There was a gap. And when he sat down, he lifted the arm thing so he'd fit. And I was like, oh, he bought two seats because he's so big. Nah, mate. Then this other guy sits down. Oh, no. Yeah. And he's like a younger kid. He was like lit. He had like the haircut from the sharp thing in the back, you know, where you make it a point. Yep. I hate that haircut. You're, I mean, each to their own, but you look like such a douche. Anyway. He was like r- trying to move my arm a lot, my armrest, and I got it because he got a big guy on the other side, and he's trying to take more room on my side. But <clears throat> if you ask for it, I'll give it to you. But if you just try to use it by force, it's not going to happen. And he was kind of bumping me a little bit, and it was—I thought a couple times, like if I just grab him in the headlock and rat a tat tat and choke his ass out, what's the charge? I've uh, heard rumors of you on airplanes. Really? Yeah. From a long time ago. Yeah, a long time ago. Right, because now... How long's a long time? Like 20 years. 
before I was trouble on an airplane? Yeah, well, maybe a little sooner than that. Really? <laughs> Care to elaborate? Yes. Miles, you want to jump in? Oh. We've talked about this At the story. Airport because oh, yeah. I wasn't on he the He was plane. protecting. Yeah, I was protecting him. He was protecting. An old man offered him candy. I will smash you, old man. <laughs> smash you. Dead sober. Smash. Point, point, point in case. And um, that was in the terminal. Neutral yeah. Oh, you ground. guys weren't on the plane? I thought you guys were on the plane. No, no. we were in the terminal. Oh, they're total pedos in the terminal. <laughs> Thank you, Dingo. <laughs> so, yeah, take your words back. Luckily, they're all afraid of heights, so... <laughs> Love kids, but not in the air. <laughs> how was um, how was your Mexico vacation? It was all right. Yeah, you don't want to talk about it. It was not. You know, just like you said with your reclining first class seat, I am. I've been in first class, and when you go back to economy, it's a bit of a bummer. And when I the last time I went on vacation was four or five years ago, and I went. Like a pimp, you know, and I, and I was in Hawaii and I stayed somewhere really nice and the weather was really nice and this first place was not nice. We, like Brianna and I both agreed that it was very similar to a rehab facility full of children. Mm. So it was tough, you know, I was like, whatever. And I, I brought my Speedo and I was like, I'm not wearing a Speedo in front of these kids. It's like, How old are they? I don't care, dude. Right. Like, eight, they range from like, to like 13. So, you know, annoying. I mean, I love kids, but not when they're not mine. <laughs> but anyway, it's a time and a place for you. It's kind of like kids in Vegas. I'm like, man, get them out of here, you know? I guess now I'd be like, whatever, but. Yeah, but you're right. Like Vegas, I don't think Vegas is kids. But people do bring kids there and there are kid-friendly hotels, but it, Vegas isn't a place for kids. I just feel bad for the parents. I'm like, you're going on vacation with a toddler. You're yeah. not on vacation. You know, you're on, you're in, you're in parent mode. It's not very relaxing. And it's like, oh, I'll have a couple of beers. And I'm like, look, I get it. You know, you, you want to have a baby and you, you want to have time off. And, you know, like, who am I to judge? It's just you kids don't know what relaxation is, you know, because you're just like full of beans and you, you want another soda. And, you know, and I, I just want you to shut up. You know, I'm trying to enjoy the sun and let my, let my, my wiener swing, but. But then in the end, we moved to an adult place for the last two days, and that was good. Nice. Yeah. And then they had the- Speedos out? Hell yeah. And then yeah. only one older lady looked at me and was like offended by it, but I was like, this is an adult-only beach, and my Speedo trumps your opinion yeah. of it. And there was another- Is it old- a thong? No. Oh. It's just, I pack it, you know? What color are you packing? I had an all black one, and then I had an all floral one. Floral, yeah, like flowery. You know. Do you fluff before you put it on? No, I don't need to. Man. <laughs> In but Australia, then, we call them budgie smugglers, Michael. Yeah. Budgie or bungee? Huh? I don't know. I thought it was budgie. Me neither. I don't know either. I, I think get, it's budgie. Budgie would make more sense, right? What's a bungee? It's a cord. Yes, I don't know what a budgie is, but I know bungee. Budgery guard. It's a bird. Yeah, it's a bird. Google it. Budgery guard. Because I could be wrong. It's been so long. My dad, my dad wore budgie smugglers my whole life. But that was the style at the time. Well, yeah. undies, you mean? I think, I think, it I was, think, it was I think he, he went past. I think he went past a little bit. He kept it yes. going. Yeah, he went. He kept it going. Budgie Rigar, a parakeet. Yes. Do you want to look up budgie smuggler? Is that in, is it, is it? Uh, it says an Australian dictionary. It might pop up. Because <laughs> that was always it, the, there's legendary. an urban dictionary, and then there's an Australian dictionary. It should pop up. It was different in the '80s. That was still, there's I think, that's a company. Yeah. Budgie smuggler. There's a company. What, are, are they making speedos? Yeah, that's a fair question. Are they and, collaborating with Butts and Rockley? And do they? Boom. They I mean, really, that's a women's speedo, but budgie smuggler. There really, <laughs> they are. Oh man, I got to get me some of those. Look what at that. Those? Oh man. If, and Bob's not your uncle stop, now. Bob's your uncle. Stop oh, cussing. Sorry, dude. Don't. The science. Hey, show. Let her rip. The science. I know. I up. took the Tony Hawk board. And, I know. Sorry. That was always when I was uh, a, a kid in the '80s. When I think that was the pretty standard style. Yeah. Everywhere but America. That was how we spotted euros on the right. beach. Oh right. yeah, that was euro. Yeah. yeah. If you still go to Italy and stuff, though, yeah. dudes will still go for it. I know there's more fashionable ones that are like a tad longer, mm-hmm. but. To me, I'm. I feel like I'm trying to replicate a little bit of my old like parents that used to wear it. Because I think when I was a kid, I wore extra long skate shorts and was like, "Check out this guy 
with the speedo on. But I was in a I was on a swimming team when I was in private school before I got kicked out for breaking a fat kid's arm. But I didn't. Nobody paid attention. Nobody said anything about that. Like when you dive, you wear a speedo. What's well, a? It's like an Olympic attire. Hey, hey, everybody! It's Jason Ellis. I do you guys have a penis? Because I do. That's crazy, right? Small world. Blue Chew. I am a huge fan. I wouldn't usually, I would not get a tattoo of a product, but I like them that much that if they called me, we could do a deal. I'm, I seriously, like not on my forehead, but seriously, I am a huge fan. Even if they didn't sponsor this podcast, right, Michael? That's you know. I don't know anybody who's more excited about huge boners day and night than you are, Jason. It's so convenient. You're so excited about discreet packaging. And no one knows. I can be like, what's that over there? And then I rip the package and, yeah. and it's too late. I'm boned up, baby. All of a sudden, my package is very indiscreet. <laughs> <laughs> you just pay $5 shipping. You're yeah. literally not paying anything for boners. If you don't like free boners, I think you could take your sorry act to Russia, my friend. Yeah. Why not give it a go, you guys, and help the show and help your Johnny One Time? Wait, is that what you call it? Yes, that's what we all call it. I think that's what you call the police. But anyway. <laughs> Either that or boners, or possibly both. <laughs> Blue Chew wants to help you. Yeah, have help yourself. Sex. Discover your options at Blue Chew. No commitment, just look into it, bro, at bluechew.com. It's discreet, as we said. Chew it and do it. And we got a special deal for you, our listener, buddy. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code. What's the promo code, Jason? Is it is it's it Ellis? Ellis? Yeah. It's me. At checkout, just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com. Promo code Ellis. To receive your first month free, visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank you, Blue Chew, yeah, for seriously. sponsoring the podcast. Podcast. My penis, if it had a mouth, would be like, thank you. It kind of does if you, you turn it sideways. Oh, <laughs> I wear one when I'm down in San Diego at my parents' house. Nice. That sounds way crazier than I thought. But yeah, yeah. But yeah I'm also- exclusively in the house? No. When, I, when I'm using the jacuzzi, so I don't bring my swim trunks down there. And my mom calls it a fighting diaper. Right. Huh. I started wearing it in my, in my comedy now. So you just, I noticed... So, hang on, Miles, you just had that for backup? <laughs> yeah, it's just my backup. It's your backup swimsuit? Yeah, it's my fight. If you don't have your shorts, you mean? I just don't want to bring my shorts down there and forget them. But you're okay with leaving your Speedo down there? Oh, yeah. But- and, like, going to Target <laughs> and getting a separate, a second pair of swim trunks is completely out of the question. Yeah, we're Speedoing down there. I see. I, I See, I think you like wearing that one made Speedos. Sense. I made think he does, too. Around. Yeah, yeah, just so it. You I know, I'm a closeted Speedo wearer. That's what I'm getting. <laughs> not anymore, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. Dude. You go make me out myself. <laughs> More ways than one. Yeah, nah, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. all right, dude. We know that you like to... Uh, yeah. Where your budgie smugglers when you're in San Diego. Miles is open-minded. You wear him your whole set? Yeah, I don't have anything else. Of course I'm wearing it. Don't do that. Don't do what? Your whole set. Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about my whole snowboard outfit. Oh, no, yeah. please don't. Please leave the budgie smugglers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I'll have them underneath just in case. <laughs> that trick was awesome! <laughs> yeah, maybe not. But, uh, yeah, no, my because I have one joke where I take my shirt off and spit water in the air. Is it just water? Yeah. Did it used to be alcohol? No. Nah, always water. water. Yeah, because I do the thing that the game does. I do an impression. The of game? The wrestler. Oh. Triple H. Mm. Anyway, uh, I thought, because I brought it to, because I was hosting a gay pool party that got canceled because of the weather, and I had me budgie smug- smugglers in my, my, bam- my bum bag. So I was like, what if I, instead of taking my shirt off, take my shirt and my pants off, and have a speedo on because wrestlers wear speedos sometimes. They do. Pretty close too, right? Yes. And I was like, that's more of a wrestling look than just the shirt off. No doubt. It killed. Yeah. It killed. Yeah, so cool. it looks this like is a you. keeper. Yeah, I pretty much look. See, I got to get more jacked. Yeah, triple, tri- tri- <laughs> triple H is definitely like a briefs kind of guy. Yeah, see, there you go. So I pretty much look like that. Mm. I got to get some sweatpants. I'm watching all these wrestling documentaries now. They're really interesting, but I got like a season and a half into the, it was from Vice before I was like, oh, it's like all that they killed their wife. Oh. All the wrestlers killed their wife? Well, lifting, Not every wrestler. Lifting weights makes you angry, Mark. Like half of the this, the dark stories of behind the scenes are, yeah. are, yeah. Really? More than one wife has been killed by wrestlers? 
yeah, Chris Benoit yeah. Killed, killed his family. Jimmy Superfly Snuka. He killed his family? Remember, it was they buried the case. I think Vince McMahon may have literally greased some palms to make it go away. He's this done some suspicious for stuff. For sure. Vince McMahon? Yeah. You think? No. Yeah. Oh, we know? He did, yeah. What did he like, do? He did some stuff. Look, let, put it this way. If you were if we were to sit here and start listing people that have never been proven to do anything super shady and evil that I'm closest to positive have done something shady and evil outside of mob bosses. Vince McMahon goes to the top of that. He's he's up there. Really? Yeah. Allegedly. I mean, I never took him as like you know uh, wholesome dude. Yeah, I was gonna say like who's the gay guy that ha- ha- Andy and like Andy Dick, Andy Cohen, not Andy Dick, Andy Cohen. I was yeah. you know yeah. he's not. I don't, I wouldn't trust him like I'd trust Andy Cohen in my house. Really. Andy's a trustworthy guy, no? Yeah. Get your go-to, Mr. Trustworthy. I don't know. I'm just trying to like, I don't know. Yeah, I reckon he's more trustworthy. Than Vince McMahon? Yeah. I'm literally saying that outside of crime bosses. He's the least trustworthy man in America. Yeah, you could pretty much say any name and we'd go, yeah. (laughs) That's sort of my point. A lot of promoters in his field are- G.G. Allen. Or Vince McMahon. Okay. Like, it depends. Like, I know, because if you say babysit, you'd rather Vince McMahon. Babysit than Gigi Allen? Like, if you had a baby and yeah. you're like, I got to get a babysitter real quick, and Gigi Allen's like, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm, I'll be down Take there. Take your time, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's Vince McMahon. That's, that's, I don't know what Gigi Allen sounds like. I'm assuming he sounds like an even more screwed up Vince McMahon. Right. He definitely wouldn't clean the baby's diaper. I know that. Yeah. Look, if, 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 we're talk- Vince. Yeah, if we're talking about, uh, hey, you know, your friend's coming over for lunch. Hey, is it okay if my friend comes too? Oh, definitely Vince McMahon. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. over Gigi Allen. But if it's after three in the, like, if it's like two o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. Oh, no, still Vince McMahon. Yeah, good point. Does Vince still publicly run uh, no. the Empire? He got you know why? <clears throat> because he did what because he did. Because he's suspicious. No, he does. Oh. I'm pretty sure he stepped down when there was and all then, that heat, and then once the heat went away, he just he came popped back. back up. And I think everyone agrees that he never really stopped pulling strings behind. Oh, uh, right. He made his daughter run it or something, right? Yeah, or, yeah, or, yeah. or Triple H or whatever. Who's <laughs> <laughs> Triple H is the We're back. interim CEO. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. No. Triple H is his son-in-law. He is? Oh, power move. Triple Damn. H is married to yeah. Stephanie McMahon, I think. Yeah. Oh, smart move. He'll inherit the WWF one day. Good for him. Wow. Yeah. Good isn't for it, you. Isn't it a publicly traded company now? I think you are right. Isn't it owned by IMG or something? Something like that. But anyway, whatever the 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 head of the thing will get passed to the the kids and to Triple H. Right. Well, Triple H paid his dues, Michael. He certainly he did. He definitely deserved it. As far as we know. Who was the guy that came out with the coffin? The Undertaker? Yeah, I, liked I met him. him. I liked him. He was on Hawk versus Wolf. He was? He's a like he's a good guy. He like he's a good babysitter. Would you let him babysit the kids? Fully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. He like he he's a big like boy cats, too, right? Is, yeah, most of them are. But yeah, he's pretty big. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty big. But he's old too. He is pretty old. Like he's in his mid sixties. Still, I reckon I could beat him. But if he got a hold of you, you'd be in some. What trouble. is he mid sixties? Don't know. Gotta be some... careful when I say old now. Yeah, well, I'm old and he's older than me. There you go. So yeah, 58. 58 years old. Yeah, he seems like a sweetheart. See, I would, what I, are you? Fifty two. Yeah, fifty two. Three. Thirty eight. <laughs> I estimate nine out of ten Satanists are sweethearts. Yeah, that's well said because a lot of the Satanists are um, just into f- like uh, do they do like like the original Bible? Mm-hmm. Seems like the new Bible is like you know do unto you until you're gay or something. Mm-hmm. But the first one was like you know just respect everybody the way you would want to be respected. I'm pretty sure that's what it says. Everybody's invi- invited to Satan's gangbang. Right, and that's the Satan Bible. It's not a gangbang. They don't have a gangbang. Satan gangbang. If Satan had a gangbang, everybody's invited. In the book of Satan, if you want to have a gangbang and everybody in a gangbang wants to have a gangbang, yeah, it's legal. I feel like I could start a song right now, but you're, it's okay. <laughs> I go. I but if go one, on if one guy doesn't want to be in the gangbang or girl. <laughs> Nobody's gonna gangbang him. Ooh, they can just watch. Tough rules. They can leave too, for their own free will. Mm-hmm. No one's gonna stop them. Yes, but yeah, Satan's not real. Okay. Wait, what? Yeah, I hate to. Is God? I don't want to. Don't have that talk. God is love, Michael. So love is real. Yeah. Mm. So do the math. So then, God has many names and faces. Right. 
I think if you can the make, universe I think God, the kind you know? of case that you're making for why God is real is the exact same. I could make everything that you can say to prove that God is real by this cockamamie <laughs> proof that you're giving. I agree. It's cockamamie. Yeah. <laughs> Satan is just the flip side of that. Yeah. Evil yeah. is Satan. Right. And he's, it's not real. But mm. evil is real. So, yeah. 20,000 right. metal bands can't be that wrong. You're right. Yeah. Where did all those riffs come from? All right. They're all real. So make sure you, you know what I mean, are a good boy before you go to bed or one of them will get you. Yeah. He's like Krampus, but the rest of the year. Krampus is real. I would like to think so. Yeah. No, because if you same same analogy, there's like cranky Christmas people mm-hmm. and they're Krampus. The Grinch? Yes. One. And then what about just people that are like, oh, you know I mean? Christmas sucks. He's a Krampus. Yeah, but now don't they just fall under the Grinch's profile? Yeah, but the Grinch is Krampus. Oh. Do you know anybody who's actively angry at Christmas? Oh, yeah. Because I feel like that's something you're... I understand. People that have no family. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know somebody real yeah. well that didn't yeah. like it because it's they don't like things that are not a good time for them. <clears throat> yeah. Mm, that makes sense. I hate Christmas and birthdays because nobody shows and it bums me out. I know a lot of those people. Yeah. And yeah. I would call them Krampuses. Yeah, it's too bad. I, it I think, is, because I, I would, the reason is really sad, Michael. Exactly. And I can understand how people get into that groove. I just think that it's it's like arrested development to not eventually see yourself out the other side of that. Phase. I did. I was a little bit like that. That's why I know. Right. Because I was like, man, I yeah. don't have any people in my Christmas. You know what I mean? right. And I had friends that weren't really my friends, so they wouldn't show up for my birthday. So I would have like a lonely birthday and I'd be like, I don't like birthdays. But then I stopped hanging out with tools. You haven't had a lonely birthday in a while. Stopped hanging out with tools. Hmm. Oh no, I've had a lonely. I've had a lonely birthday. I've had a lonely birthday full of people. Oh, yeah. And I couldn't quite understand why it felt lonely. And now I know. Wait, what year was the five forty at forty? It was when he turned forty. Yeah, but yeah, thanks, you, Michael. I mean, that was one of the <laughs> dumbest things you said. I said, "What year was it?" Oh, sorry, my bad. We. I don't think you said that, but. Well, he's 52, so it was 12 years ago. Which Thanks, would be Michael. Two, which would be 2012. Thank you, Michael. We weren't going to get that. Dingo and I did not. I was not going to get there, Michael. Yeah, we didn't. <laughs> I, I wasn't even going to try and the, get there. Yeah, we both. We're that bad okay. at math that we don't even, because it's just, it makes my brain hurt to start mm-hmm. doing it. So yeah. I just go, I'll wait for someone smart to say the number. Yeah. That's what we both did, right? I was just waiting for you to fill, fill the gaps, And Michael. you did, Michael. Found a trap again. <laughs> You got me right Dumb off the guys. bat. Win again. But I, I, I think I said what my, uh, my brain thought to say what year was your 40 at 540, 540 yeah. at 40. It's, yeah. It's I may have said it differently. 2012. Why, why, why do you why Yeah, why? Oh, I was just thinking. Oh, well. That wasn't a lonely birthday. Glad we asked. We were talking about birthdays. That was not a lonely birthday. Yeah. That was not a lonely birthday. But yeah, it was right. 12 years ago, you know. But then you did some. Would you do like a nine hundred when you turn fifty? Yeah, I wish. <laughs> I, was no, gonna, I 50, missed that one. On my fiftieth birthday, I was at Tony's and Tony. I like, was at your fiftieth birthday balloons, too. And Christian skated Asoli with came. your skate friends, yeah. and yeah. then like it was awesome. All the old school guys were there. But after I fell out of place, but I sat after, with Chris Cole. After, after was bad. Oh, it was. Yeah, all the people that said they were going to show to the after one didn't show. Because those are all the, those are all those ones. Don't really care. Yeah, Don't I never put. I, 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 I actually. I don't actually hate, I, hate them for. I get that they are in a bad place too, and when you're in a bad place, you don't show up for things. Uh, yeah, but I've been at many of your birthdays and functions and whatever else, and there's always a time when I leave. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like I never well, now, really partook now, in any of that. Hey, like, now you can stay all night. I stayed last time. Because this is different me. Safe zone. It's all safe now. Well, I don't know if it was that safe. It was. It might have looked like it was going to get bad, but it didn't. <laughs> Tinka, what has your experience been in this regard? Because like, to, to, what I think I know about you is you know, you grew up on the other side of the world, and I'm sure you had friends there. I gather you're still friends with a lot of people that you grew up with, but you can't. You can text them. You can FaceTime. You don't see them all the time. They're back in Australia. You come over here. You make friends, but then you fall in with like young Hollywood, and I'm sure there's some real ones in there. I'm sure they're not all pieces of shit, but I'm also sure a lot of them are pieces of shit. Yep. Yeah, but I, I mean, 10 years ago, I think I could easily, you know, have a big argument 
that's probably you know not wrong or right or like to your point mm -hmm. a lot of shitheads in there i think now uh, it's tightened up i'm at an age yeah where there's not too many it's pretty right. much the same people so when did that when did you start to i think see, see that for what it I was i think 30 and, okay i think 30 i'm 38 now um and for me like i uh, i think my life just kind of revolves around work mm -hmm. so i like see people i work with or talk to people i work with LA's also changed since COVID a little bit. Like people don't go out like they used to. It's just not, it's not really what it used to be. Hmm. So uh, when I'm, uh, you know, I, I, I travel with this, you know, pretty much similar group of people and I go to the same kind of type of events on cycle. So I see the same amount of, I see somewhat of the same group. Um, and I would say 10 years ago, that group would have been way massive and there would have been a lot of shitheads in there for sure. How are the shitheads doing now? I, I don't know. Yeah, that was that's why I didn't really want to go to his birthdays. Yeah, you never never really wanted to go. Yeah, because there's a bunch of shitheads. Right, but that I, I'm but not, now I, I saw a photo of your dinner and stuff. I would have gone. Thanks for inviting me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody, it's Jason Ellis, Jason Ellis Show. Do you sleep? Well, boy, do I have a surprise for you, because if you do sleep, usually you're lucky. Unless you sleep in a hammock, then stop listening to this. This is not going to help you. But uh, I, I, we got a place, and they make sheets, and and the thing that you go that you sleep on, they like hugs your mattress, and then you tuck the other one in, the fitted one, and, and yeah, and then mm. you and then you you pillow, you put that in this thing as well, and then Bob's your uncle, you're completely covered in this stuff. And the thing that you put around your pillow, you of course know, is called a pillowcase. All right, yeah, man, I'm from the streets. I, I got an education. If you're looking for pillowcases, fitted sheets, and flat sheets, you want to get to know our dear friends, dare I say, family at Miracle Made. Dare you say? Dare I? I just did dare. Ballsy. The temperature at which you sleep is so incredibly important for me. It is so hard to get that dialed. I go from too cold to too hot, and me then too. I'm too sweaty so me easily. Too. And that is where these people specialize. And here's the other thing, Jason. I know this is going to mean a lot to you. And my cat. He's got no hair. Well, particularly if your cat is your sleeping buddy. He is. If you are not using Miracle Made sheets, you are and sleeping. And a three-legged chihuahua that pees and vomits. Everybody's Sometimes. bed is swimming in a bunch of bacteria. Yeah, bacteria Jason's is bad. bed is virtually <laughs> made out of bacteria. And that, once again, is where our friends at Miracle Made come in. I can't. I don't have a comeback. It's Sleep on sheets, not on cat feces and bacteria. Yeah, Our, I'm glad you left some of those other ones out. With, they're, they're like parents to me. They are. They Miracle are. One big happy made. family in my bed, Michael. Go, go to trymiracle.com slash Ellis to try Miracle Made Sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you could save over 40%. That's well, almost half off. Pretty and much. If you use our promo code Ellis. at checkout, you will get three free towels. Yeah, and save an extra 20%. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Towels. Yeah. Miracle is so confident in their product. It's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you're going to get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash Ellis and use code Alice, to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash Alice. to treat yourself. Thank you, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this episode. My birthday this year was almost, it was a duel, and it kind of just, I, I jumped on the back of an, an, another friend's 40th that I, I worked with. Anyway, so sorry you weren't there. Sorry. I mean it. I'm no, right. no. Honestly, I've been going through a lot in my sobriety and there was at least you know i would say 40 days of i'm feeling way better but i don't want to be around a group of people i'm not ready i remember pulling your teeth to come out to the thing i did at the studio this year for the ufc fight you didn't want to come you told me you weren't coming that day and i made you come yeah but i'm doing uh way better now when it comes to that stuff okay yeah i found i found uh some peace and i'm happy for everybody for if you want to get wasted i'm happy for you right yeah well now you're both going to be around a whole bunch of people in aspen yeah i'm excited about that what are you excited about how much experience i mean you've been to winter x games but you've been to i mean some, you and i have been to a couple yeah. yeah but i don't know if i went 
No, I think I was. I've been to a few. You must have been to a few, right? Yeah, and that, but that was when I was really wasted. I see. Were you? Remember the one where I passed out at some party, and I think it was you or somebody was trying to wake me up, and Deegan was like, "Trust me, you don't." Yeah, but that was two thousand one. That's what I'm saying. A long time ago. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, he fell asleep on the floor, and uh, I De- fell asleep. I passed, he out. passed out, and then uh, some kids were trying to. With him, and then Deegan told him not to. He had this like, was it? It must have been leather. It wouldn't have been pleather. Had a yeah. black leather jacket on. Yeah, probably. We were riding motorbikes up and down the stairs. They were the they were the heydays. That was when people were still really naughty. Kids aren't like that anymore. That's good. Yeah, I think it's, it's less all... people get hurt now. I hope. Yeah, I like the trashing of the hotel room or the trashing of the house thing. Yeah. I, I don't think it. I mean, Miles could correct me if I'm wrong on that on a younger group, but I think a lot of the athletes. From what it used to be, it used to be you go get f***ed up and party and there's a bit of competition on the side and now it's, I think it's all competition. I think this, at this point, what people do in the X Games is so much harder. No disrespect to our yeah. era, but you know, you could still do what we did hungover. You can't do what they're doing now. Yep. You know, what they're doing is supersonic. You know, the Summer X Games, I can't believe it, bless you. I can't believe how many people did things where I was like, wait, I didn't know you could do that. I think people have learned from our mistakes. I think people understand now that, you know, like, look what, look where that guy or that girl is yeah. by living that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go out like that. Because a lot of us, you know, we got a little heyday and then when it's over, we got nothing. Yeah. You know, because we just ran it into the ground. And then there's these other, there were a few people in our group that didn't run it like that. And there's kingpins of the industry now. And it's like, if you look at it, and how somebody played that game versus how somebody else played that game, mm-hmm. it's pretty easy. You don't have to have that much of a brain to understand which road you want to go down. And if you love the the, the sport that you're in and you know, because that's the other thing, where the people in, in my era, they made it. You know what I mean? They made it and then they became adults and had children and lives and and you see that it can be possible to retire from your sport and still be successful. And I think uh, like our era... My, like the people I looked up to were bragging about dying young. You know, nobody made it late. Like the only people that made it in my era were freestylers. And the only reason they made it is because they didn't have, any, they, they weren't cool ever, even when they were winning. Like Rodney Mullen wasn't cool for like 20 years and he won everything by miles. And all the other guys owned, and they ended up running the shoe companies, skateboard companies. And then, you know, I'm old and being an announcer and I'm like, this guy's, I never even saw him at a contest because he was a freestyle. I could care less. And now he runs half the industry. Yeah. And it was like four of them and they still run it. Yeah. So I feel like the... saw Duff's 50 today. Pat Duffy. Yeah. Yeah. Still ripping. Yeah. Like ripping. Yeah. And drunk. Which is he drunk? By most of the... I don't want to say that. But <laughs> he definitely enjoys a couple... I think. I had a really good conversation with Colin at the end of last year. He's doing really good too. Yeah, he is. <clears throat> I saw him. Well, we were both at the same event. I skated with him the other day. So it's good. That's when you can tell. Yeah, well, I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll, I'll get like a text message or something, you know, like a long, like, call. The Windy. thing I like about him is he was a child prodigy and he has an eye for child prodigies and he helps those people grow. And I think if anybody knows how to do it wrong and, and bounce back, you know, because at one point he did everything right and had it all and he lost it all. Yep. And then he got it all back because he got his stuff together. And I think, he, you know, he's a good guy to, to you know, I know you, know, you can read it in a book, you can see other people do it, but when you've lived it, you really know what you're talking about. And I think Colin being out there and, and giving the, the youth – good advice or, you know, helping them with sponsorships and on their tricks. Like I see him helping Reese, you know, and, and, and people like that. And, and they're going to go so far because of the wisdom that is passed down that a lot of us didn't have, you know, like my wisdom passed down was like, you're not drinking fast enough. You know, like my, my peers were, you know, I'm not going to say names, but you mean people that were, you mean like, you're going to, you know, you don't drink like that. You drink like this, you know? And I was like, I thought I was, pretty wasted but wow i didn't know you could get that wasted that fast there's some great advice so and so but yeah the the people that were trying to give me that other advice i wasn't trying to hear it because they were not as inspirational to me so 
I think Lance Mountain even said it to somebody. I heard him say it. He's like, Jason found the wrong people to look up to. Because at one point I wanted to be in the Bones Brigade. I came to America and found some other guys that there was a day where <clears throat> I went to a contest and it was a, you know, I was on the outside. I was on the cage, not in with everybody. You know, I had a sleeping bag. I, I, I was sleeping in a kid's playground and uh, there was this really famous pro skateboarder who was a giant guy. And I didn't really even know who he was. And he had two brothers and they were in the amateur mini ramp contest. And one of the brothers fell off in his ride. And then he got up on the ramp, got up on the railing, jumped over to the vert ramp, got on the railing of the vert ramp, and then jumped off the railing of the vert ramp all the way over into the mini ramp and landed on the flat so hard that his truck snapped, both wheels hit the board. And I saw the deck of the, the flat bottom of the mini ramp break. He broke the beams that are holding the plywood on the ramp. Like just such insanity. Like I was like, he has gone blood drunk. And as a guy that loved Metallica and grew up in Australia, you know, I mean, fights and fire, and you know, I mean, those things really got me going. And then his older brother, this guy was next to me, <clears throat> about 10 people down, breaking the the fence in in rejoice like the fence was almost snapping and i remember being so blown away by what this guy had done and then i look at him and i was like these guys are the coolest guy like these are the guys i want to hang out with and then that night me and my australian friend were walking to the donut store because we discovered that there was a store that only sold donuts and you could get them real cheap and we were blown away so after the contest we were going back to celebrate at the donut shop and he drove by in his car and was like hey what are you doing you effing foreigners and and we're like going to the donut store and then sleeping in the kids playground and he's like come stay with me and then i just lived at his house for like five months and became like almost like a, one of his brothers and and idolized him and he had a vicious drinking problem and and i copied him and and took everything that he was doing and ran with it yeah i think it was I'm not blaming I, him by the way no no no. I mean, there were plenty of kids that weren't getting hammered when we were kids and i'm sure there's plenty of kids that are getting hammered nowadays but i just feel like i don't ever remember asking myself if i wanted to drink it was like if i could drink i was going to drink and if i could drink a lot i was gonna drink a lot and like I could be wrong. My kid just turned 12. I just sometimes I'm like, do you want a sip? Because I'd rather you have it here. You know, you yeah. Know? And he's like, no. Like, How old's your kid? He just turned 12. Really? Yeah. Stop saying. Oh, sorry. That was that was mind blowing. I, I've yeah. known Michael a long time. Yeah. He was born. You have a 12 year old. I forget. <laughs> How old's your daughter? She uh, today is her five and a half half birthday. Yeah. 12's the age. Yeah. Offer him a sip. I have. He doesn't. He doesn't want to. I just mm. don't think this. I took guy... more than a sip when I was twelve. Oh my god. We were drinking. My dad was giving me beer. Me I, too. I was way younger than twelve. Yeah, me too. I just remember the one time, like the old people would give me sips. It's the reason why I drink scotch and soda. There's no doubt about it. Because the old people would say, "Hey, have a sip," so they could watch me make a face yeah. when I. So and I was like, "That's the gross thing. Why would anybody drink that naturally?" I found my way back to it by the time I was in my late twenties. But I literally remember. Because my family didn't drink a lot, and in retrospect, it's because a lot of the uncles had like stopped drinking. Yeah. So the people who had to stop drinking stopped drinking, and the rest of the people weren't into it enough to like rub their nose in it, and they had little kids and stuff. So there wasn't really like alcohol at my family parties. Hmm. So I remember like going to a sleepover, and my friend was like, "Hey, dude, you know, family party." So there was beer there, and I was like, "Okay, if that's how you guys roll, it's not how my family." Is. He's like, "Every time somebody <clears throat> turned their back, I st he's like, I got one Bud Light, and I got one of these, and, I, and it was like the greatest sleepover. I think I smoked my first cigarette, and I was like, if three beers split two ways is fun, how great would it be if we got a a twelver? And I yeah. was just off to the races, and I just don't. There's a lot more kids that are like smarter than that nowadays. Yeah, and I don't reckon it feels as good if you're pretty happy with your life. And they're vaping and they're like doing other stuff. Then this Miles was telling me his skate kids at the skate shop that are doing Kratom. 
Yeah. Well, then there's that. Alcohol is actually a very, very crude. It's like alcohol. Your 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 breath stinks. You know you can't drive yeah. a car. If you have too much, you're gonna barf. Yeah. If I mean, you say you didn't get hangovers when you were a kid, but I remember the first time I drank Southern Comfort. I had a brutal hangover. Oh. I was 17 years. Old. Oh. I swear to God, how is Southern Comfort Vodka. still a business? Everybody, is it? everybody I know drinks it once. Yeah. How well, are they? That's, that's a, the, there's what, a lot of people being born, man. <laughs> What's the vodka in a plastic bottle here? Not a gallon, but it's like, like, like pop-off. Is it Smirnoff? Yeah, because it comes in that big plastic. Totally. What? what? Totally just named like the most ratchet vodka. What did he name? Ever. It's called pop-off. Pop-off is like the knockoff Smirnoff. That's what the... Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, dude. It's, it's, not, it's like yeah. $5 at Costco or something for like a hand. That is... That is that's like mouth, drinking mouthwash. Dude, Pop-off, isn't the, isn't the, the picture on it a, a guy with a mustache wincing? <laughs> I think it's oh like, wow! Really? Isn't it a Russian dude going like? No, it's like a Russian castle. Pop off, huh? Oh wow! Yeah, it nah, I never went that low. I went Smirnoff low. It's like what they yeah. give you on your birthday in Russian but prison. That it's hangover not. from Smirnoff is like you don't ever want to drink again. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody, it's Jason Ellis, Jason Ellis Show. Do you have a buttocks and hips and a groin area? And, and 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 do you have genitals? Let's just say I do hypothetically. Right. Well, good, Michael. I'm glad you do. Let's say somebody else listening does too. Well, you need that protected. You need that held. And this is not like the 1800s. The future of underwear is here because these underwears got pockets in it for your for your package, so it holds it in place, so you don't whip it around and it goes slipping out and stuff. I know you're talking about our good friends at Me Undies. It's never a bad time for Me Undies, but this time of year is an especially good time. Valentine's Day is in the air, and Me Undies is romance and bone man central. Bone man's more like it, yeah, <laughs> because they say it. you go, you get them, and then you go, do you want to see what they look like on? Yeah. And then once that, that's pretty much a done deal. Once she sees them on, she's gonna want to see them off. Hell, you know. They were kind enough to send us some stuff, and I love the undies, but I really love my my uh, my button-down two-piece PJ set. Each to their own, Michael. I started wearing those around the house every day, and uh-huh. and 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 somebody is sleeping with me. Right, and that's going well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She has very little say in the matter. We've been married for over <laughs> ten years, but maybe it's not a coincidence. I maybe do it's know me undies. I do know I'm living in total comfort and uh, genital area support. This Valentine's Day, good things come in big packages at me. Undies get twenty percent off your first order plus free shipping at meundies.com slash Ellis. That's meundies.com slash Ellis for twenty percent off plus free shipping. Me undies comfort from the outside in. <laughs> so my question about and obviously there's not a one size fits all answer, but like are athletes, action sports athletes getting <clears throat> less hammered because they realize that there's other ways oh, to have fun? No, they're real athletes. That's right, because like, that's it, dude. Because like gamers, uh, it should be fun to like be a gamer for a living. But I feel like a lot of those guys are, and I, I'm not comparing the two. Thank but you. You're yeah, like, thanks, Marco. Super miserable, and like you're 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 like taking Ritalin and stuff like that, so you can play the game longer. Yeah. And but and you see the the picture that's been going around of the guy who wore the headset for so long that now he has an indentation in his skull. Shut up. Yeah. Like his brain, his skull grew with headphones on. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Well, is he good? Better be. I have no idea, but so. probably. And then I guess it became this like thing in that world where all the guys started shaving their head to see if they have it too, and some of them do. Oh, they all wanted it. Wow. So like, it's cool. That is not cool. If kids aren't getting hammered like we did, because they just realize there's other ways to have fun and maybe just do a little K, and it's less messy. It's not. <laughs> it's I'm not n- saying that's true, but it's yeah. not cool if they're just like so obsessed with the competition that it's not even fun for them to be the greatest snowboarder in the world. No, listen, I think there are some of them that still let loose a little uh, and, and go about it in a different way. But I think the ones that are in their peak, um, like in the middle of their competition phase, because I think the athletes, you know, in snowboarding anyway, you probably get to about 30 and then you move on to like big mountain type stuff or whatever. And, I don't think I could be wrong, but I think that when you're in that, you know, late teens to like, and you if you can make it to your late twenties, you're just focused on competing and I staying th- healthy. I think there's a big difference with um, parents 
backing their children in becoming a professional athlete oh, right. of the X Games. I think when I was growing up, if you were a pro skateboarder, you found it by yourself because your parents wouldn't have taken you serious to and say so, that you were going to be a professional skateboarder. Somewhere along the way, you had to defy their wishes. Yeah. So right. I think now, like, I, I've always, like, Sean White was the first person I ever saw that came to the ramp with his mum. And I, I didn't hate him for it, but I was like, what a loser. You know, but it's just, it's just like I hated Christmas. I was jealous. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I wish my dad came to one thing ever, and it was the big, it was the riot, rant riot. Yeah. I was like way too little to be that good, and he paid 20 bucks for me to be in this contest, and there was real pros in it. But he never saw, that's not true, one other time he saw me do a demo, but he never, I told you the story where he's like, what's this check for? And I was like, it's my board royalty, dude, every month. And he was like, you should take this serious. Like, he didn't know that they were paying me. He thought I was selling weed in America, and that's how I was getting back every time. No, I back you entirely, because I remember, like, when I was in bands, and all, it wasn't like, my parents bought me my first guitar. It wasn't like they cursed the day that I Yeah, but they didn't buy it because they wanted you to be a rock star. They bought it because you wanted a guitar for Christmas. And they didn't buy it because they had wanted to be rock stars. Right. That's the big right. thing, is your kid gets good at, sk- gets good at skating. You're like, yeah, wow. your parents know who Tony Hawk is. I remember, we used to be in, like, Battles of the Band, and there was one where there was some rich kid whose dad, like, bought his whole band like professional like yeah. martial stacks and stuff and i was just like i don't care if we win but we're beating that yeah game. right yeah screw those guys but now uh, yeah it's parents you know like reese like i'm talking about one of the greatest skateboarders in the future for sure her mom is there every day yeah because how's she gonna get to the ramp right nobody there's no mom like my, i could i can't even imagine my somebody a parental figure taking me to the ramp every day they didn't even they didn't know where oh, i was but that's how people communicate with her i think Corbin works with her and he goes through his, her mom. Right. You know, she's, that she's young. helping him with her career because she knows that it's a career and that if she plays her cards right. How do you spell career? C R E. Really? K O R E A. Isn't it C? It's a K? No. C A R E E. I was going to. Wait, I said. You said C R. Yeah. C A. Oh, yeah, right. Career. Oh, yeah, sorry. I forgot the A. <laughs> um, I was going to say, most of my friends that are pro skaters that are, like, my age are sober. Like, dead sober. Wow. Not even Cali sober. Straight, and, like, wait, straight, uh, edge, on. straight edge or sober? Back it up. What's Cali sober? Like, weed. Really? I'm just, dude, maybe I'm out. A you little. are. Dude, Cali sober is sober, but you smoke weed. Oh. You didn't know that? I don't like that term. That means you're not sober. I mean, some people can smoke weed and it's fine, just like some people can drink when it's fine, but some people smoke weed like me and can never quit ever for the rest of their lives. Yeah. For sure it's not sober. I'm just saying it. You don't smoke anymore, right? I do nothing. Nothing. Yeah, that's what you need to do. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Dingo. (laughs) Just in time, dude. What? Let's talk about X Games real quick because we're going to wind it up. What's the knuckle huck? Knuckle Huck is a thing that was created by a kid called uh, Marcus Cleveland who kind of took it to a next level. But I think Knuckle Huck uh, is a competition that is very easy for the viewer to watch because they just fly off the knuckle of the big air jump, yeah. Michael, and they do their tricks they off, fly the off the big landing. Air. Yeah. Like instead of going over the gap, they roll the, the gap. Oh, sorry, they roll the tabletop and they jump off the flat of the tabletop down the landing. Oh. And now because they've got this nose, snowboards have – a nose where if they flex on it and lean on it, it flicks them up into stuff. Oh, cool. And yeah. they're doing ridiculous shit because Re- of it. Really cool stuff. So a guy to watching that, Zeb Powell. Um, What's that? Oh, Zeb Powell? Zeb. Zeb, okay. you'll get to know Zeb. I'm looking forward to it. Um, uh, he really dominates in that kind of section, but it really came from this young kid, Marcus Cleveland, who, I don't know, he's like pound for pound, probably the best slopestyle snowboarder out there. He's really good. Hmm. Really good. Across the board, like to me, I've been right to, now. Okay. Yeah, I've I've been to a, a million X Games, and the difference between the most the the most recent one that that you guys were at was very very different from all the other ones that I'd been to. It's obvious that you're starting to like put your imprint on what the X Games is and will be moving forward. How will Winter X be different than it has been in the past this year? Yeah. Not too much, Michael. Still I a think work in that progress. like. It's still a progress. I think that, um, to be honest, like the core side of it, there's not much changing to it. You know, you've got snowboarding and skiing, and then they each kind of three have their main events. You've got snowboard, ski, halfpipe, men and women. You've got slope style, um, men and women ski, snowboard, and then you have big air. 
typically most of your riders that are in slope style are in big air as well, and then slope style. Um, they have snowmobiles still? No, no snowmobiles. Snowmobiles are pretty angry cars, about though. that. They've brought the Can-Ams in. Obviously, oh, that that was a last-minute thing. Um, I'm so stoked on that. It's like uh, some of the snow stuff that I've got to talk about, like the skiing and stuff, I don't know much about. Yeah. But when you bring that race in, they're racing in the same car I raced in. It's like, she can't tell. I know I know just as much as anybody. I reckon if I went in that race, I wouldn't get last. Yeah. I'd like to see music Who's come back. Who's in the back there? You don't know me, dude. I win. I'm a podium place and guy. I'd like to like see. Like they're racing Can-Ams in yeah, the snow? Yeah, they've got snow tires, but same race. Yeah. Jumps, like same thing, just in the snow. I mean, it has to be like a basically different car by now. It's been it wasn't that long ago, dude. It's like not my skateboard career. It's time. my racing career. Can-Ams have got a little bit better, maybe a little bit better, but they're not any different. This guy. I'd like to see music back on the hill, Michael. It's been a while since we we had a small stage up there last year, but uh-huh. pre pre COVID, it really used to be a vibe. You know, there was you know big bands from you know Little Wayne to Marshmallow Millennium, Millennium. Sorry, um, I met Ludacris one year. Yeah, like they, they've really had the A plus A list of entertainment on hill. Um, this year, a lot of that's off hill. Belly Up has Fisher and some of these other like bigger DJs, but. I'd really like to see the entertainment side of it come back to the on-hill thing in Aspen. I think that's what kind of drew us apart from a do tour or these other like bigger kind of um, on like s- s- uh, s- snow events. Also, I'd like to potentially try and see like more than one of these. I'd like to see maybe one big one here in America and then one in Canada or one in Europe and have kind of two X Games. Only having one snow yeah, me too. a year is... is And then I'd like to also... with summer. I, I would like to have a point to where there's some sort of um, trophy given away, like world champion, like the actual world champion. And we need to have, you know, more than four or five events to be able to crown a champion so we can build that up. And whether that's trying to partner with like Thrill One, who's the competitor essentially, Nitro Circus and those guys, and trying to align some sort of series around the world that aligns all of this, I think that we really need to be, uh, uh, rather than having these one-off events, we need to have some sort of series that people can follow along and then we can give you know, a trophy at the end of the year and say, this is the world champion. Not that trophy. (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) Um, Frankly, you might not even touch that trophy if you knew knew the whole story. (laughs) Anyway. I'm I'm all for it because, like, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like the heart and soul of action sports is always always been the summer stuff. It all comes back to to surfing. But me, as somebody who just showed up into this stuff and can't put two feet on anything i personally prefer winter x i think it's just a cooler event. it's fun being I mean, in aspen's cool there's it's, no it's, ski town in the world like aspen and when we go there it's we take it over going there when we're not there is we don't fit in different yeah, yeah you don't fit in when yeah. we're, when we're there it's it's our it's our week so it's, i think it looks great on tv the gigantic the, you know and a, and a, a testament to x games and what it's built like winter olympics both Olympics now, they've taken X Games events yeah. and they've put them into the Olympics and like they highlight that. Like when you watch the Winter Olympics, they talk about X Games athletes because that's their reference. Yeah. Right. That's where it came from. It, you know, and then something that, you know, it's a 30 year anniversary for X Games coming up, not this year, but next year. And, uh, you know, not right now, but hopefully really soon we can make a really big announcement um, of, of where it's going to be and who's producing it and what comes along with that. And I think that it's a slow process, but I think that. Um, with the new, uh, you know, owners and MSP Capital and the people that are in there working at X Games now and the people that are hiring. Um, I know that there's an announcement that this, not off live, that's coming with Salema and there's 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 cool things to come. And I think bringing the old faces back, the people that resonate with action sports, even having Jason be a part of it, Tony, of course, being a part of the company itself, and then having somebody like Salema kind of uh, at the helm of the ship. I think is very important for action sports because people identify action sports and they think about Salema. And I think having him there, people feel safe. It's not some brand that's going to get washed away or uh, f- filled full of influences or, or people that the core don't like. And I also think we've got to really be a front of fine line of what's core and stay true. But we also need to build a brand that is successful, not just for the athletes, but for the sponsorships and the brand itself. And I think the athletes are more on board with that now than they were because they know that it's a big, the bigger picture is that we are all getting bigger and we make more snowboarders and more skateboarders and spread the, spread the good word. Yeah. You know, like if we're just like, no man, it's just for us. It's like, well then you, you, 
it's going to get slim pickings if you if you play it like that. Yeah, we're like budgie smuggling ourselves. You got to welcome everybody. You know. Well, yeah, I, I think in the past, people the the athletes might have felt and might have rightly felt that like the best interests of the event weren't necessarily the best interests of the athletes. Right. And now I think everybody can pretty plainly see that what's good for the event is good for well, the athletes and vice versa. I can definitely tell because I was an announcer in the back in the old times, and now I'm the, a host of the new times, and they want to know what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. And in the first time when I was there, they wanted to use my face to tell their words. Yeah. And it was something back then because I was still re- really core. And I was like, I don't like being here at all. And now I was nervous to be there in Summer X Games. I'm definitely not nervous about that particular part. I'm more nervous about, I just want to do the athletes justice. Mm-hmm. And I don't know skiing and stuff. And I want to be like, I want to know enough to 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 be able to. I, the thing is, it's like you're flying in the air, you're spinning around. How big? How far? How fast? I know that, so I can get across how how much how difficult it is. It's just more who is this guy and what is this guy or girl about? And I'm you know obviously a crash course the next couple of weeks. No nah, man, I think that for you know Jason's role, it's he's a good talker. He comes across good on television. Um, he's been a part of the X Games brand from for a very long time, on and off. Um, and they're not hiring you to. Uh, call the tricks or even see how you know the tricks. I mean, Salema could barely call the tricks. I could barely call the tricks, and that's what I used to do for a living. Right. Is call so snowboard tricks. Ones, right? Oh, man. Like, watching, you know, and, 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 and Miles can probably chime in here a little bit, but, like, man, like, watching a big air or a slope style, halfpipe, you can kind of gauge it, but they're doing triple flips in the halfpipe now. But, dude, they're spinning, like, 1800s and 2180s or 2160s. I don't yeah, even I know that. what I don't even know what the number is. I saw that on Instagram. Where I was like, "Wait, how many is that?" When he started saying 21 something, yeah. I was like, "Wait, how many is that?" Yeah, and that's logistic. That you literally need a little cheat, <laughs> like 360, and then and the way that they and, and, and honestly, the way that they know is the actual commentators know the athlete. So they right. know what tricks they the athlete were going to do ahead of time. They know that all right, Renee's usually will spin a sixteen. Oh my god, he just spun an eighteen because they know what they're typically doing. They know what Mark Morris is going to do. If you cold run and you don't know who that person is, you don't know what they're going to do. So you're watching to see if they're regular or goofy, where they're taking off switch or not, and then where they're spinning backside or non backside, and then you can kind of gauge what trick they're doing. But if you don't know the athlete, then you're kind of just cold calling yourself. Yeah. No Trying to like gauge the spins and the corks, it's and crazy. The grabs all together is just like insanity. And now the girls are too. Like the girls have now. There's Lux Opens going on right now. There was a qualifying, and in that top ten, like these girls are all spinning. Like now doing doubles and triples. It's Isn't that crazy? Wild. How because same with skating, like skateboarding, the females are so much better than they've ever been. I was on a call this morning, and we were talking about that run a show and what to see and what not to see. Not that you shouldn't, but anyway, you get it. But I was like, you want to watch the women's slo- yeah. snowboard slope style. I'm like, that's a battle. It's a lot different than basketball. A lot different. <laughs> Sorry, WNBA. But that's another thing that action sport has that I feel like even watching watching Reese for the first time and watching uh, Skate Vert and in Ventura, man, it's like there's a resurgence here. You've got, you know... The elder is still up there ripping, but then you have these new 13, 14. How old's Reese? 11, 12. That is the next generation, and they're exciting to watch. And not not a lot of sports have that, you know? So having that exciting, explosive female side is something that we need to lean on. How many hours of coverage all told on ESPN? It'll be on ESPN Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, and it's probably live on ABC ESPN. Mm -hmm. I, I, I probably two to three hours on Saturday and Sunday. And then the rest is all live streaming ESPN plus and Twitch or whatever else. The whole thing's live stream now. So it's like, if you want to watch what you want to watch, you can watch it, but your primetime stuff, men's snowboard, half pipe or men's or women's snowboard, slope style, big air, they're all bundled into the TV packages. And uh, yeah, so it'll be live Friday night on ESPN, Saturday, Sunday, ABC, ESPN, and then on the other ESPN Plus and then live streaming Twitch. I think Twitch goes live Friday and is live all the way through Sunday. So count it to whoever you – you're not going to miss anything. But, yeah, there are certain windows um, for, for live television. And live television is different than what it used to be too, you know. Like um, it's – it's uh, uh, that, that those, you know, not, not – 
not everybody, especially people watching Action Sports, uh, are tuning in or, or or even know how to turn a TV on. They are streaming. Am I I've incorrect? noticed that the gym and places like that on the TV is skateboarding and snowboarding. And that never was the case. Yep. Mainstream rooms play football and basketball or hockey or something like that. But just to, like at Gold's, there's just snowboarding on, on the TV. And there's nobody, there's no snowboard rat in the corner. It's like, you need put it on channel something. I need to watch. Like, it's just on. And also, nobody looks at it and goes, what the hell is this? Everyone's like, yeah, fair enough. You know, it was really cool. I flew back with, uh, he was um, uh, a pro NFL player, played for the Bengals, but he was a, uh, 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 Polynesian. What's the islands? that? Uh, yeah, that'll do. Is it? Yeah, he, sure. he, he was uh, same island as, uh, the rock and that he they were flying he was actually flying for some hall of fame thing but he was like man you know it's crazy he saw like my monster hat or jacket or something and he was like yeah dude i i, I run like a snowboard program for like retired nfl footballers yeah and he goes it's funny i have like 350 pound dudes like up on the hill and he lives like in provo just below the mountains outside of salt lake city it was kind of funny to hear like a big boy that like yeah you know when he retired he goes i play golf and i snowboard <laughs> What an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you're asking for it. His poor knees. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Dingo, for being on the show. If anybody want to catch more Jason L show, it's patreon.com slash Mate. We do a lot of shows on there every week. Uh, thanks for watching, everybody. Dingo, thanks again. Don't die. Three, two, one. Dingo. Thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. <laughs> Ten seconds. Two, one. <laughs> You're a dirty boxer, Dingo.